0: Alright everybody, Scooter here, we're talking about Best of Both Worlds, the Season 3 exciting a- end episode, Best of Both Worlds, the Best of Both Worlds Part 1. Wasn't there like an album, uh, Best of Both Worlds or something? Was that a Van Halen album, like a Sammy Hagar Van Halen album? I could kind of see a Golden Globe with VH on it, I don't know. Uh, but uh, they start off Captain Slug forty three nine eight nine point one. 989.1, Jure 4, Alouette, Jore Alouette, Jore 4, Alou- like I'll be there. There's a call. They send out the away team. I call it the A team because it's, uh, again, we've talked about this and probably many funnier people than me have said, uh, what the heck are you doing to spend- sending your best crew down there? Uh, but they send data, wharf, uh, Jordan Riker down and, uh, is safe for transport. Well, O'Brien does a really smooth, like, uh, he would be good at a touch. What are those called? Touch pads or touch screens. He uses uh, like a, I've never, never been able to figure out those multi finger touches on my phone or iPad, but O'Brien is good at that. Holy cow. Uh because he just does this smooth uh, three- or four-finger slide. Smooth O'Brien. Rocky Planet. Accurate something. Uh, Whoosh. Town. Weak. Crater. Whoosh. uh, Fade and open. Let's see what the dialogue says. They're at the edge of a crater. They say they're at the center of town, but then they're at the edge of the crater where the town once was. I don't mean to quibble. I guess I didn't have the, uh, what do you call it on there? Uh, no, I guess I do have the subtitles. Uh, uh, coordinates verified. You're at the center of town. Riker looks back at the crew, pulls out his uh, you know remote control, and they go to the edge of the crater. You see some pipes and some metal, and you say, center of town. Where is the town, then? It's just a crater. In this case, they didn't pave paradise and put up a parking lot. They uh, pulled out. You know, I don't know if it was a town called Paradise. There's a there's a story for you. A town called Paradise. So you could name any kind of book to that, huh? Yeah. Then we get another. Uh, this is a really good episode, not just for the plot, but for the acting and the inter- inter- interpersonal stuff. Forty three nine nine two point six. Admiral Hansen and. Uh, Uh, Lieutenant Shelby, is that what it is, Uh, are there, uh, Hanson and Shelby, Lieutenant Commander Shelby, Starfleet Tactical, review the disappearance of the New Providence colony, 900 people, like basically saying, uh, you're not ready. We've known Borg's on their way, put everything into it, but uh, we're convinced it's a Borg, and... uh, Yeah, this keeps happening. Uh, uh, Riker agrees with you. Commander Shelby took over Borg tactical analysis a while back, six months ago. She's got a wide latitude to to get things done, and that's how I intend to operate here. This is from Hanson. nods. Shelby said, I'm trying to figure out a strategy, obviously. Uh, and they say nothing stopped him such far. Her and Riker are going back and forth. Uh, Hanson says, I was hoping for more lead time. Uh, but, uh, the Borg, uh, would indicate they have a superior power source. Uh, clearly everybody's got serious looks. Uh, Shelby says, I'd like to go down there. Uh, Riker says, it's going to be dark. We could go in the morning. And they say, show commander, Shelby, to recorders, uh, Riker says, Hey Admiral, we're playing poker. Right? Open seat for you, Admiral. He says another time. Uh we gotta got to talk to Picard. Uh rumor has it Shelby's uh, played a hand of poker or two, if you want some uh subtext and uh whatever you call it. And then this it, is a little like uh at first I had a strong reaction to this uh, Hanson because he makes a comment about Shelby uh, but I think it like seeing it in the secondary context, uh, uh, well, maybe not now, but he, he does say she's, when she came into tactical, uh, like, uh, everybody who had this take on the Borg business, which she's really gotten us back on track. Uh, and then they have some Earl gray out of a, like a cone cone thing. She's going to be a great first officer for you, uh. And he goes, What do you mean, first officer? I got Riker. They go, what's Riker's not going to be uh, taking the Melbourne? No. Is it open? It, yet Riker hasn't taken it. Uh and I say, man, good thing I never got into this military stuff. They go, why didn't he tell he didn't tell you he turned it down, turned the job down? Well one day he'll be JP, he'll be a good captain. You may want to tell him that. Uh we're still waiting for him to decide. Uh, third time we've tried to get him Pulled out the captain's chair for Riker, and he just won't sit down. Let me tell you something, Jean-Luc. A lot of hot shots like Shelby on the way up. Riker could suddenly look like he's standing still next to them. He's hurting his career, staying put. Uh, Kick him in the rear end for his own good. So this is foreshadowing in a different, unexpected way. Uh, then we go back to Shelby's Corners to talk about the Borg footprint. They uh, want to see the magnetic, magnetic renaissance, uh, like it, where it was damaged. I uh, got a theory. I've reviewed the personnel. I'll be in LaForge and data to accompany with me away. Riker says have already done that. Uh, and I'll be with you as well, Commander. Riker's got a little brow furrowing. She says, I appreciate any assistance you can offer. Tell me, is serving the, like, uh, now they have this, like, kind of breathless Shelby scene. It's interesting that there's this theme, like, oh, it's so great to work in the enterprise, which seems like it. She goes, is it as good as i have heard? Uh, And Riker says, every bit. She goes, good, because I'm going to convince Picard that I'm the right choice for the job. He goes, which job? And she goes, your job. Riker leans back. Uh, She goes, sorry about that. Uh, I heard you were leaving. Riker kind of smiles. He goes, oh, you'd be first to know, obviously, since we just met. And then he says, poker, 1,700 hours, my quarters, decades. Be there. And she kind of looks after him, kind of like, huh. Uh, Then let's see. Oh, here's the layout of poker. Shelby, Riker, going in clockwise order. Shelby, Riker, Troy, Data, Jordy, then a space, and then Wes. And it looks like they're playing a game I don't really play a lot of, like some sort of, um, I don't know what you call it even. Oh, a stud, that's what they're playing. Some sort of like seven-card stud? How many cards do they have? Right now they have four. And they give. Five, I guess they're playing five card stud. I don't know, or like where you give. We have one whole card. I don't know. I'll watch it play out here. I got to pause now. Wes is a youngster. Oh yeah, he kind of like even Troy compliments him, and he uh he's really showing his youth. Uh, Riker bluffs. He pushes Wes out. He pushes Wes out. Now, this is one thing I find frustrating. I mean, I didn't do the math because I'm not good at math, but there's this idea of poker with uh, pot odds, you know, where you say, okay, if if the pot's like $300 and I have to put $10 in, then it's almost always worth it. Like, it's it would be harder to bluff someone out with that kind of pot odds, Like, uh, because you say, well, that's like pretty good odds. So, so I kind of feel like the pot was big enough. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention, though. They say, come on, Wes. Uh, and then Jordy Burns, Geordie Burns kind of Wes. Uh, then she calls, uh, 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 Shelby calls uh, Riker's bluff. It's a bluff. Wes is crushed. Yeah, let's turn through my nose for a little while. Um, let's see. We get a space shot of the two trips. O'Brien is doing some extra prep. Well, I thought it was extra prep work, but then ends up being uh, something else. Riker's steamy. Planet Riker walk with me Body language is awkward Classic Data She aired at Riker V Shelby No Doubt it is a Borg forty three nine nine five question mark overhead enterprise Riker and Parker Picard covered all the bases. Let's talk about you via talk. Oh. Picard does this thing. Let's talk about you by talking about Shelby. Picard does a tisk, tisk, tisk sound, which is gold. He says, Will. He sits down at really get a parental with Will. What the double he, he-, hike he sticks? Riker taking it back. Uh, also, a, nodal, a Nautilus shell. I noticed. Uh, I don't know if I've ever noticed the Nautilus. Have you noticed the Nautilus? Is it a Nautilus I've noticed? Uh, on picard's desk or behind it or something holy foreshadowing then there's this amazing cut like this is one of the best cuts i've ever seen in star trek uh uh especially for revealing i mean what you're supposed to do right reveal character this is really like one of the best scenes small moments uh this cut is just so amazing so you have the father son kind of thing going with Riker. And then it cuts to Riker and Troy at, uh, whatever, nine Ford or whatever the club's called. And Riker's totally kind of venting or Deanna, like Riker, Deanna, uh, I put, wow, I never seen such a good cut. I mean, it wasn't, I'm not talking about editing. I'm talking about story cut. Uh, so she listens mouth a little bit open. What do you think? Uh, not fear, double question mark, uh. Drive something, influence something, taking risks, uh, lost something. I'll go through the dialogue, don't worry. Seasoned, seasoned, coming to grips with, uh, you know, age. Oh, coming to grips with age, I'm not sure what that is. Then we have Shelby in the squad, problem solving. Uh, blue, 10 looks on, Riker looks on. Blue 10 78 incompatible or inoperable, 18 to 24 months, they're incomplete. I don't know. My mind clay. Oh, everybody's trying to think of something. Their mind is Jordy's mind's like clay. Let's call it a night. Riker raises his voice. Uh, this morgue music is slow walk. Uh, dismissed. That's what that says. Uh, Enterprise head on conference in the conference room, dispersed as cube shaped. Uh, described as cube shaped, cube shaped. I'd say cube shaped. It's a giant friggin' square cube. Um, cube shaped. It's actually a cube. Cube shaped uh, like a. <sighs> it's not cube shaped. I mean, I guess it is technically, but uh, described as cube shaped. It's a. No, it's a friggin' cube. Uh, it's a friggin' cube spaceship, doesn't it? Like, uh Obviously, it's not good if, if it can fly through space, uh, make it so. Close out, help, six days a.m. I don't know what that says, but uh, we'll get to it. Uh, Hanson out. That made me think of, uh, like, a... Uh, some reason so there was this band Hanson. I think it was in the '90s. Three siblings, uh, and they had a famous song. But I always, if you ever looking for fun and you hear that song, change the lyrics from uh, to "Tube Top." Uh, that's what I like. If if we, if we ever open Tube Town, that's what I like. "Tube Top" will be my top song there. Uh, Hansen out, Geordie sighs out loud, dismissed, Enterprise raising on the left, string music, Picard pacing, 210, Mark 151, hail them, no response, move to intercept, uh, intercept us, 9.3 on screen, more string music, we have engaged to the Borg. Then there's this Borg theme, I think, chanting music and a Picard close-up. And they cut to commercial, so let's run through it up here. Uh, let's see, they say, afraid I can't do it. You're a newcomer to the game. This is a poker game. Oh, Wesley says something about uh, Data's card. Data buys another card. So I don't know, is this Omaha? There's two, two whole cards. So, so you get a, oh, no, it's a, not a whole card. So five pair of deuces, stands, uh, Riker has a possible flush, straight flush. Wesley has three jacks, which in a five card, in for ten, which is just not a good bet because of the pot odds. But Riker, oh, he raises a hundred, so that's kind of sensible. So, uh, Remy Riker does know what he's doing, uh, because that's probably, maybe the pot is like a hundred, so that's good. Uh, Wesley folds, uh... And, you know, Jordy says, Wesley, man, you got a lot to learn. Riker's bluffing. Riker's trombone's behind him, too, over his shoulder. Uh, And uh, uh, Shelby's willing to pay to see his card, and he's bluffing. Jordy laughs, uh, and uh, Shelby takes that pot. Wes looks down. Yeah, then we have the exterior shot here. O'Brien work, and Riker comes in. He's like, where is everybody? They're late. Uh, Riker and Jordy, they say, no, no, they're already on. Um, Tardy, he says, they're already on the planet. Whoa, whoa, what, what, uh, what? And whose authority? And Just she, she ranks me. O'Brien says, uh, Jordy's carrying a briefcase. He was carrying it last time down, too. So they beam him down. And Data and Shelby are already doing soil samples. They say, the human footprint's everywhere. And they say, yeah, because we were here yesterday. Interesting results. Uh, These humans walked around and uh, stood at the edge. And then Riker says, walk with me, Commander. She takes a deep breath and kind of makes a face. Uh, uh, Data says, what's up with that? Early bird gets a worm. I believe Shelby aired. There's no A- Ava faunal, venicular life forms on Jure Four, so pretty good joke. But and Jordy's like, yeah, she aired for sure. Messing with Riker, she goes, yeah. Weather, she goes, Riker, weather front was moving in. I needed soil readings. Uh, he goes, what about the risk? Uh, she goes, risk. Uh, I'm doing my job. Three hours to investigate the planet. Now only two hours, and you're still yapping, Riker. I don't see a problem. Riker says, I expect to be notified when there's a change in my orders. She goes, noted. Do you wish to hear my report, sir? Go ahead. Yeah, we got It's Borg. Uh, that's our footprint. Borg footprint. No doubt about it. And uh, then we could, that's the first uh, break there. Maybe, I don't know, second. Then we get an overhead left shot of the Enterprise. Orgs in space. Admiral Hanson went back to Starbase 324. Lieutenant Shelby on board. Good to help with tactical prep. Uh, yellow alert. That's what Picard says. Uh, all outposts are ready. Long-range sensors monitored. Double forging uh, crush are going to work with Shelby. Good job, Will. We covered all the bases. What's your impression of Shelby? She knows her stuff. Uh, full confidence. Well, she needs some supervision though. Too in- takes initiative too quick. uh was risks. Card tisks. sounds like somebody I used to know. First officer, maybe, perhaps. And he says, "Will, what up with that? Like." Uh, what are you doing here, man? And he goes, sir. Could be captain of the Melbourne. Yeah, I'm not pursuing that commission. Fine ship, will. Yeah, not the Enterprise, Captain. With all due respect, you need me now, and I need to be needed. Indeed. But Starfleet needs good captains. Foreshadowing. Reconsider your decision. Riker's taking it back. You tell me to leave? I say, look at it objectively, son. Well, you're ready to work without a net. Positive foreshadowing. You're ready to take command. And as you know, the Enterprise will go along fine without you. And then that's when the cut is. Uh, And he says, what am I doing? I push myself hard, Deanna. Why am I turning these things down? Uh, Sacrifice a lot. I don't know why I'm doing this. Uh, what's holding me back? Uh, she goes, what do you think, very uh, Counselor? He says, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm afraid of the big chair. She goes, nah, not that. He goes, Captain says, uh, Shelby's like I used to be, brash, and uh, he's right, uh, drive, ambition, impatient, risky. What happened to all that was me? I liked that when I was like that. Uh, have lost something and she goes well you're older more experienced to seasoned and that's when he says seasoned you can't say seasoned uh that means I have gray hair or whatever she goes give me a break dude he goes, you haven't lost a thing will you've gained more than you realize more than words uh more comfortable maybe i'm too comfortable And he says uh and she she goes, you're happy here, happier than I've ever known you to be. Takes a drink, and she goes, a simple question: uh, What do you want, Will Riker? And he says, huh, good question. Then uh, they're this is when they're brainstorming uh, like plans for the Borg. Shelby and her crew of uh, Jordy, Data, and Will. Decentralized redundant power sources, uh yeah, reasonable conclusion. Each member can interface and function collectively. The ships are made the same way. You know you take one day you know, one out, another one comes in, uh this ship could oh yeah, seventy eight percent inoperable, it could still operate, uh, and uh uh jordy says i don't think these new weapons can even be ready in 18 months and she says 24 months uh they say anything jordy he says i don't know i gotta look through these specs but uh, my mind's clay right now will says mine too it's past my bedtime shelby's like hey come on and then that's when Rikers says call it a night uh that's an order we need to rest uh she says, "Well, I could work with data. He doesn't require rest." He goes, "You require rest." Uh, and they say, well, "What about the Borg?" And he goes, "I don't want a crew fighting the Borg that are fatigued, uh, dismissed." Uh, and they have a showdown. She does a slow walk off, uh, and everybody's making faces. Then uh, we see a head on Enterprise. Uh, then we have a meeting, a phone call with Hanson, Sentinel Miner 4, freight run, 22 hours and 12 minutes, uh, Starbase 157 it was sent out a th- signal, uh, then the Lalo something said cube-shaped object, uh, and distress signal ended and hasn't been heard from since, uh. Cube shape. They say, data, how far is that? Warp 9, it's 1 hour, 17 minutes. Make it so. And they say, we got every starship coming, but six days out, so good luck with everything. Card says, we'll keep them occupied till you arrive. I know you will. Hansen and outs. Uh, battle stations. What's the status of our preparations? La- 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 LaForge's gotten an idea of a shield modulation. modulation. EM base emitting frequency subspace fields. Uh, it's worth a shot. I don't know if it's going to work, but it's the best we could do. necessary right, dismissed everybody. Card sits alone, thinking, and uh, get a decent long shot. And the Enterprise is flying. Card's on the bridge, pacing. Arms are stiff. Uh, and that's when the council beast goes, identifying unidentified uh, object, sensor range, 210-151, hail them, no response, uh, intercept them. Aye, sir, it's already changed course to intercept us. It's already been broadened at 9.3, intervisual range on screen. And we see a space cube, what could only be described as a space cube, a Borg uh, magnified. Card says, uh, dispatch a message to uh, you know, Hansen. Uh, we've engaged the Borg. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, then we have kind of a face-off, hailed. Uh, and we get a call in. This is the same ship. Uh, These are all good questions. All Borg speak as one. Picard raises his voice. They say, Captain, you're being hailed. Uh, I am? Yeah, by name. Uh, Is it the same ship from J-25 data? Uncertain, Commander. Uh, Dimensions are the same, though. He says, yo, I'm Captain Jean-Luc, and they interrupt him. Jean-Luc Enterprise, Commander. This is all the Borg... uh, Lower your shields and prepare, uh, to transfer yourself aboard our vessel. If you don't cooperate, you know, we're going to be not happy. And then Picard raises his voice, uh, withdraw immediately, yo. or And they say, you surrender yourself, Picard. We got you outmatched. And Picard says, hang up on him. He turns around to Worf, he says, hang up on him. And they say, what the heck? What are they doing? uh. And then he goes back, he says, by the way, uh, we got new capabilities and uh, you better withdraw. And Jordy says, they're probing us, man. I'm trying to block it. Uh, but uh, and at first the block works, but Worf says, they're locking onto us with their tractor beam. So they go into full action mode. Shield status, holding, working so far. But they can adapt, you know. And then things start to get rocky. Shield modulation failed. They've locked on. Shields are being drained. 90%, 80%. Uh, got to recal- recalibrate. Uh, darn it, Jordy says. Shields have failed. They say fire everything you got at the Borg and nothing works. Uh... And then I say new frequencies did not work. It try to go in reverse, full reverse. And, uh, Jordy says we're stuck. Uh, Ricard says send more stuff their way. Try that phaser spread thing. Still not working. Uh, then the Borg send a like laser to the thing, older, how, or outer hall breach, uh, and engineering, of course, uh, Jordy does a total roll move out of engineering, which is pretty cool. He gets everybody out first. Uh, he's the last to go. Seals the main engineering. Then uh, uh, they say, before, you know, fluctuate the things. Try, don't give him time to adapt. Uh, and that actually ends up working. And uh, Data takes out the tractor beam. And they see Bacard says hit at Work warp, warp nine, one fifty-one three thirty. Engage. Uh and they head towards the Borg and then peel off to the right. The Borg are pursuing. Jordi comes up on the bridge, gets back to work, uh maintain course, damage report, uh Yeah, we got it They busted the hall. Uh it's not good, uh, yeah, like 19 out. Uh, repair. Let's get that repaired. Uh, and Jordy says, I can work on it now. And let see. We'll see a pulse on Nebula. The character goes, Okay, interesting. Drop to net, dropped to net. Who dropped impulse? And he steps up to the front. He even says, uh, Step aside. He goes, Take us into that pulse on, Then, and they go into this like purple blue nebula, which is pretty cool. Fields dense. Uh, it's as steady as she goes. Uh, cool clouds. Analysis of nebula clouds data. Dilithium hydroxyls, magnesium, chromium Should be a good hideout place. Uh, our, our sensors can detect them, but they can't detect us for some reason. So they're in this cloud. Really good effects or paint, you know, whatever it is. I don't know if it's a painting or what, but it uh, really looks good. Uh, Enterprise does own oh of those already. They're trying to find us because it's good because while they're looking for us, they can't bother anybody else. So let's hide out for a while. Uh then they do then they have to they do a review of the battle. Then they say, okay, what worked and what didn't. Let's watch it in slow-mo. Two percent drop in their power for an instant, uh, system wide uh, in the high band uh Data says maybe they're vulnerable to that. Uh, they said, well, we got to generate a burst of power in that same frequency. And I mean, a lot. Jordy says, uh, they say, how would we do that? Wilson's main deflector dish, uh, it could do that, but uh, one slight downside. Uh, it would also uh, mess up the Enterprise. Uh, Wilson says, what if we could do it from a distance or something? Shelby says, maybe. But let's retune the phasers, uh, for the time being. And Will says, I'll take care. I'll talk to the captain. And Shelby says, maybe we should split the ship up, uh, and Warwick says, too much of a risk. And she goes, well, I'd like to talk to the captain. And he goes, I talked to the captain. And he goes, that will be all. And he goes a little bit too far, I think, there. And, uh, Shelby and Data walk off, uh. And he says, Geordi, you got to work on that deflector. Going to take a day or two. Uh, and they say, well, she's a formidable presence, uh, but I'm convinced she can help us, uh, Geordi says. And Riker says, don't worry about it, okay. Uh, then Will rings to Riker's door. Shelby's already in there. Says, come on in, number one. Captain, Commander Shelby was telling me of her your concerns about her plan. And he goes, sorry about that. I told her chain of command. And he goes, Yeah, I agree, uh not the time to discuss that, uh but maybe it's an idea. We may be required to take greater risks down the road. So maybe fall back to that plan. And he goes, make the preparations. Now Riker's not happy at all. I mean he hasn't been happy all this episode. They go into the Pulsar lift, uh and he gets to like uh he says halt uh he goes we have to have a conversation here uh she goes you never ordered me to not to tell the commander he goes disagree with me fine uh take it to the captain fine but through me uh goes you and run an end around me and i'll snap uh snap things like a, a rubber band on a first year cadet she goes can i speak frankly you're in my way he goes really uh that's tough uh and she goes, you just play it safe. Uh, and I suppose that's why you're comfortable being in the shadow of a great man. And she goes, take me to Decade," uh And he goes, well, says, when it comes to the ship and crew, you're darned right. I play it safe. Uh, and then she says, if you can't make the big decisions, make room for someone who can. He kind of glares at her, but she walks off. Uh. And then we see, like, kind of zoom on, like, stressed out. Will, uh, them back in the dust cloud, uh, 433996.2, Borg, Borg in position, waiting for them. No explanation of their interest in me, still working on it. Special interest, uh. Uh, tonight, I'm, like, uh, maybe our defense, no defense can be adequate against them. Speakers walk in the decks, uh, goes into nine forward or ten forward, whatever it is. And this is a great scene, too, because, uh, Guinan's kicking back in the back, uh, wait, kind of waiting for him. Uh, she goes, can't sleep, buddy. And he goes, kind of, uh. And, but uh, it's my tradition, patrolling the ship before the big day. And she goes, I thought that was a tradition with lost causes. Uh, and uh, if I remember it correctly, he goes, not all of them. Admiral Nelson or somebody, Trafalgar. And she goes, yeah, but what about Nelson, who big farmed it, right? Uh, and Picard goes, yeah, but the larger goal... Uh, she goes, well, what about the larger goal here? Guard goes, I, I don't know. Uh, it's conceit, but I think we could do it maybe. Healthy one. And she. he goes, what about, you know, all these things fall? You know, Romans, uh, White House at Alexandria. He goes, uh, they knew there was a time before the end of their thing. Just another page in history. And he goes, There's this it? Uh, Turn the page. He starts singing that song. Uh, she goes, this isn't the end. Uh, she starts singing that one. Uh, he goes, you're pretty assured. Uh, she goes, I had experience. She goes, we had to, you know, deal with the Borg. Uh, we spread out and did our best. Uh, and uh, she goes, you'll get through it. Uh, as long as there's a handful of you to keep the spirit alive. You'll prevail, even if it takes a millennium. Picard isn't exactly comforted by that. Then the ship starts to rock, and they come back to the bridge. We actually see something that looks like an air doctor with his 3D chess on top, or the 4D chess. Uh, and they get back. Uh, Guinan's face at the end is really good. There's like a three or four second shot of uh, her reaction. They go, we got some sort of meteorology going here. Magnometric-guided charges from the cloud, maybe. Uh, Status of shields, 40%. Uh, He says, LaForge, you're going to have to take us out of the nebula. Engines are ready. Engage. Uh, Adjust the shield harmonics. Uh, Acknowledged. Uh, DAC-9 took a hit. Damage report. Our latching systems mess up. They go, get us out of here, fire up the engines. uh, Half impulse, and then get ready, punch it to nine. Once we're out of the cloud and get ready, engage. They head out of the cloud. Borg pursues. Uh, Tractor beam's trying to lock on, fire at will, you know, work on the rotating, you know, thing. They get the rocket and back and force tractor beams locked on then a board comes on board total uh thing he does he's got his like moving things uh but wharf takes him out no problem then another one appears uh wharf tries to take that one out but it's like uh got a shield so they've already adapted will goes up to it it throws will and uh wharf jumps uh, the bridge takes Worf out and then they say, hey, Captain McCart, can you just come with us? Let me give you a little uh, hand-holding and fly back to the ship with us, which they do. Everyone transports off, uh, and then Riker and Worf wake up. Uh, Captain's gone. Wor- Worf does some things. Borg ship's disengaging, leaving at warp speed. Riker's, uh, he's got bad head. He says, maintain pursuits. It's flying, like 9.6. And they say, okay, well, keep it going, man. Stay with them. They say, well, Brian, can you find the captain on that ship? Nope. Some kind of interference. uh, And they say, uh, like, okay, everybody, let's talk. Uh, Direct course uh, sector, they're headed towards the Terran system. Sector 001 Earth, uh, and there's a Zoom on Riker. Then we see Picard on board the um, Borg ship. He's, like, walking with a couple Borg, uh, just getting a little tour-poo and seeing, hey, every Borg's a little bit different, eh? And Picard just says, huh, interesting. Then he stands in front of, like, the Borg hall. They say, Jean-Luc Picard, you lead the strongest ship in Federation. You speak for your people. He goes, no, I don't. Uh, I'm resisting you. And they say strength is irrelevant. Resistance is futile. We're improving ourselves uh, with your distinctiveness. uh, And you're going to have to adapt. Uh, Regard goes, impossible. We believe in self-determination. They say freedom is irrelevant. Determination is irrelevant. Comply regard because we don't comply we big farm i think a big farm is irrelevant archaic culture is authority driven we're going to introduce you to our society and you're going to be the human voice that speaks for us in all communications just like s-i-r-i or a-l-e-x-a uh then we see enterprise racing after the borg ship uh they're headed into our defenses uh and we but we won't be able to keep up for much longer uh we got about three hours we can keep up with them two hours forty seconds 40 minutes and three seconds uh deflector's almost ready i'll get it done jordy says uh but we're gonna have to slow him down to do it and we won't be able to use the warp uh and the says well i'm gonna go over there and get the captain back uh Crusher, you, he goes, you and Geordi work on it. Shelby, you're in charge of the ship. Uh, Data, wharf, doctor, you're with me. Shelby goes, well, I should go. And Picard goes, or Riker goes, that's my orders. And then Troy says, "Um, actually, no, it's inappropriate. Beverly's watching the whole time in the back. Uh, She goes, you're in command of the Enterprise. That's too risky. You're at places on the bridge, uh, Will, William Riker. So Riker gruffs it. uh, he says, Commander Shelby, you'll lead the away team, I guess. Make it so. She goes, darn tootin'. So she heads off with the away team. Raker kind of sits in a grouch, just close up on him. And we get a first officer's log. Yeah, we're pursuing the Borg, uh, core of the Federation. This is not good. Uh, Worf is like, I got the phasers tuned up. Uh, So it's Worf data. Uh, Beverly Crusher, and uh, um, they keep wanting to say Pulaski, but Shelby. And they said, what are we going to expect? The data goes, well, it's different. They ignored us when we were there last time. Uh, So I don't know. I don't think they care about us. They don't consider us anything. Shelby goes, until we start interfering, then we'll see. They head out to energize out. Beverly puts her hands behind her back. I thought that was cool. Not the whole time, though. They get 58 minutes. uh, You got to slow them down somehow. No one's necessary risks. You got that? And then they say, okay, we're ready for transport. Uh, Shell be out. Uh, They go into the Borg ship. They do some scanning. It's inconclusive. Uh, There's a lot of lights pulsing up and down. Um cloud walking and uh, we see a lot of the different Borg beings uh, they're kind of trying to find like uh, what they could do and just getting the lay of the ship uh, looking up at the lights, uh, walking tentatively uh, they got tricorders, they got beamers uh, a couple Borg walk by they look at them i mean beverly crusher's like what in the heck uh she says would you believe it oh and she goes oh wait a second there's these nodes up on the ceiling uh and i say, yeah those are waveguide conduits uh that's what allows them to work collectively and perform ship functions not wireless uh i go if we could take some of these out uh and then Crusher goes, what if we see this from the furry friend's point of view? And Data says, interesting metaphor. He goes, yeah, if you uh, have to, you've got some fur, you got to comb it. Uh, everyone says, what? And they say, to slow them down. Oh, okay. If they have to comb their fur, they'll have to slow down the ship. So they keep looking. They find more of the nodes that are distribution nodes, which are green, versus the other nodes, which are red. Then Worf finds the captain's communicator. They try to call him. He doesn't answer. The Worf says, I think I can locate it this way. Then we go back to Rikers on the call with Hanson. They go, we got everybody at Wolf 359 podcast shout out right there. Check out Wolf 359 podcast. Uh, they say, yeah, 22 minutes. Uh, bring him out of Warp. Uh We'll do what so, you know, we like uh we'll do what we can before we disengage. What about Picard? No idea, nothing. And then we go back to the ship, they're tracking it down, and they find uh, this giant drawer and the worst is in here, and the only thing in the drawer is his shirt and uh his uh, uh communicator, maybe his pants, I don't know, and then look. It's coming up right now. Let's see. Uh, maybe his pants are folded underneath it. No, just his shirt and, uh, his communicator. They say, oh boy, Shelby to Enterprise. Uh, we found the uniform in the communicator. We're going to keep looking. Jordy and Will come up. We got it. Uh, uh, we're ready. Uh, they go, we're going to have to clear out parts of the ship. This is really good teamwork. Troy says, I'll handle that. And uh, it see 17 minutes, uh, get him out of warp uh, to the away team, shall be out. She says, okay, let's get these rid of these nodes, uh, which are just like, you know, transmission hubs or something. They're uh, pure medical Datish takes a shot at it, needs warp's help, like kind of like Ghostbusters. It takes two of them. They take one out, lights go out, they go back on. But uh, then some of the uh, Borg, then they take another one out. You know, the Borg have to leave their workstations to go work on it, I guess. Uh, so let's see, they took two out, then three out. Very dramatic. Uh, the three, of the ship has to go to impulse. They get ready. They start diverting the power to get us within 40,000 kilometers, match velocity, arm sequences and stuff. Uh, Get ready, get your modulations. Then we're back on the Borg ship uh, and get a little action sequence. Data has to say goodbye to one Borg, uh, then another Borg. wharf goes, uh, then three, then four. Shelby says we're encountering resistance five, six, seven Borg. And then they adjust to, to, to get the shields. So pretty long action sequence and then we see after they take out the seventh one Oh the, like the one has the shields so they start approaching with shields, they say, Okay, they're adapting. We're gonna have to get out of here. And Beverly sees Jean-Luc Picard's profile, he turns, uh Shelby gasps, uh Worf, like has like a like a pet voice, like almost like he says, Captain Uh, oh, then, uh, then that's when, um, Shelby gasps and he turns it from profile. He's a little pale, but then he has like a, like a laser eye pointer, Batman abs on, and a a black turtleneck, uh, and like motorcycle gear and Worf goes to talk to him and he gets, uh. He bumps into a shield, and then they say, "Get us off the ship." Uh, and they 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 uh, they beam him back. They go to the bridge, uh, and they see the captain. We were unable to retrieve him. He's been altered by the Borg. Riker says altered, and then Worf says he is a Borg. Uh, Shelby goes, "We can go back with more people. Uh, we'll get him out of there." Jordy goes, we're ready, and they're getting ready to start the ship again. They're restoring power. Uh, Riker has to say, he goes, is it ready? And they go, it's ready. And they go, but Picard's on the ship. Uh, We might be able to get back. He goes, this is our only chance. Uh, If they go back into warp, we can't do anything. Even Shelby's like, what about the captain? He goes, we don't have time. Prepare to fire. She goes, call Hanson. And he goes belay that order. He goes there's no time. They go, sir, we're being held by the Borg. And he says on screen. He says on screen. He goes to the front and who's there but Lukuda Saborg, AKA Picard. He walks a slow walk towards the camera with his abs his turtleneck and his laser pointer. Stiff I'm Lakuda Saborg resistance is futile and he goes this is it you're, you're toast uh and uh, he goes from this time forward you're going to work for the borg and he even uses his later laser pointer points his laser there's like a series of great reactions i mean really good like first wharf uh then troy before that there was a couple other reaction shots 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 uh Riker, Shelby, Riker takes a breath. Uh, we see his steely eyes. He goes, Mr. Worf, you know, laser it up. Uh, and the episode comes to a close, but don't worry. Uh, I mean, we know, like, I mean, I'll just tell you, like, it's gonna be fine. Uh, so, uh, don't worry at all. Like, picture, I mean, plus, like, uh, little cutest, is a, a cute little voice, you know, thing. So the, and then everybody took a little break and got cozy, went to, they had a sleepover in 10 forward, uh, where they had some, some what are they called? Not Simone's, uh, what are those things called that you make with the marshmallows and the samosas? And now why, why can't I even think of those? You have them, <laughs> whatever those things are called that you have. I don't like them. So that's why I can't remember the name of them. No, no, I don't, know, why don't I like them because graham crackers are a little dry for me. I don't eat a lot of chocolate. Uh, so, uh, what are those called? Samosas? And they're not called samosas. S'mores, that's what they're called. Uh, so, we'll be back uh, soon with some more of this uh, two-part or good night.